Good morning, Toronto. Paul Andrigo here. I'm doing an incredible program today that all of you, I think, need to listen to. Whether or not you're a first-time homebuyer, whether or not you're a renter, um, whether or not you don't even think you have the option to buy a property, um, you absolutely need to know that it's it's going to happen for you, and it's going to happen for you when I'm helping you. So let's start with the reason why people do this. And this is this is important for us to start off with the framing of this entire podcast today. 50% of buyers from 2014 to 2018 in Toronto were first-time home buyers. That is huge. So what you need to know, and this is really important for you to understand, is that all of them, all all of those buyers, all 50% of the first-time buyers that were first-time home buyers were, were, were likely previous to that renting. And of course, because of that, they were they had to be in a position where they decided that between renting and owning, that owning a property was the better choice for them. The reason why this starts, and this, this goes back to something a lot more simple, I think it has to do with joy. So what I get to do on a daily basis, I get to each day start, you know, start, uh, you know, my, my, my theory is that every day is a new life for a wise man. That is the, um, that's the mantra I sort of have going in my head every time I wake up, every time I get to do one of the pot, these podcasts with you guys. Um, for me, it's about that. So each day that you guys wake up and, and you realize that, what we're looking for, all of us, on some level, is joy. Um, and depending on your life stages as well, you might also be looking for security. You might not be looking for as much security in your 20s. You might be having a really good time, and I really hope all of you are, because I had an amazing time in my 20s with zero regrets, and I wasn't thinking about you know the future. Um, that came along later on. A big part of that came in my, uh, well, I, I guess it started for me in my early 20s when I bought my first property. Um, this was something I wanted to do. Um, I had set a goal for myself. There was no long-term security plan there, but of course, it sort of is built in to the plan. So having, you know, the joy that comes from knowing that you've worked really hard and it, can, and, and it takes a long time, I'm not going to... I'm not going to deny that it takes a lot. It probably takes longer now, um, to get your money together for your down payments and everything else. Um, and, and each one of you who have ever done this should be very proud of yourselves. So I don't think people hear that enough. And that's why one of the reasons why I started this broadcast is because, um, I think it's important to share positive messages like that. So if you've been able to put together the money for a deposit, whether or not you've bought the property yet, that's hopefully uh, something we can connect personally on. But if you put the money together for a deposit, five to 10%, um, and then of course, uh, I, I always recommend like another one to 2% for, uh, just additional costs and, and closings and things like that, uh, just, just to be safe. So between seven and, you know, 12% of whatever property you're looking. And, and again, um, you know, Toronto's not the only game in town. Um, I've, I've, 
uh, in the same year that I've sold million dollar properties, I've sold three and three and $400,000 homes within about an hour of here. Um, lots of great opportunities in the, in, in the East, um, in the East end of, uh, of, of, uh, just East of Toronto. So, you know, Whitby, Oshawa, Pickering, Ajax, um, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people uh, selling their condos, uh, downtown Toronto doing very well. Um, thankfully to my efforts and at the same time, uh, able to buy a house, um, you know, in, in, you know, in other areas. And it's not, you know, it's not exactly what they wanted. They would have preferred to stay in the city, but, um, they understand that the, the long-term security that comes along with, uh, you know, finding the right property, finding the right home, the, the place that again, gives you your best joy, um, is what this is all about. So I really want to make sure that all of you that are listening, that are, you know, first time buyers, first time home buyers, you know, in the making, um, hopefully a lot of you guys, and, and, and I would, <laughs> I would ask that all of you, um, be signed up for my buyer bootcamp program because um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but one of the big elements of my buyer bootcamp program is we go over in detail the 20 plus free money grants that are available throughout Ontario for first time home buyers. And what bothers me the most is that some of you don't pay attention to that. Um, some of you were never even told about that uh, when you're buying and you need to understand that again, Toronto itself. And, and this is why, again, I, I, I service Toronto and the GTA. So from Oakville, um, uh, as, as North as, uh, Aurora, York region, uh, and then as East as, uh, Whitby, Oshawa, Durham region. So you need to understand that there's a lot of opportunities and outside of that area, I've got a network of the most incredible real estate agents, uh, that I've connected with over the years personally, um, that I would trust my, my, my own money with and, uh, those of my best clients. And, and that's, that's what I do. I, I help connect you to those people. So you do not have to fall into the, um, uh, I, I, I would say the, uh, the, the pitfall, uh, of having to, you know, connect with the wrong realtor because you do not want to make that mistake. And the reason why you don't want to make it is because I have. I did make that mistake when I first bought my property. Um, I had really no guidance. Um, I sort of was looking around. I was, again, I was 24 at the time and, uh, again, no family in real estate, no, no influences whatsoever. This was all something I was going to do on my own. So unfortunately I didn't know enough at that time to question, um, the realtor that I had hired. So, uh, if I could do it over again, uh, it would be completely different. There would have been a lot of different things done. Uh, the good news is you won't make that same mistake here. So you have to understand, and this is, this is the big thing. 50% of the buyers from 2014 to 2018 were first time home buyers. So they all fired their landlords in some way. They said, you know, goodbye to their parents and, uh, in basements and, and things like that. And they, they decided to start on their own. And what, and the, and the real, the real momentum behind that movement is that this is the only way. And I repeat the only way to hedge against rental inflation. The province cannot build enough properties. And I don't mean the province, obviously I mean builders, but there's builders, um, over the last, let's say 15, 20 years that I've seen, uh, have, have had to deal with a lot of red tape. Um, 
the momentum is 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 very low. So the amount of properties that they're you know that that they're behind, the amount of condos, and I and I mean on all levels, whether it's for um, for 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 low income, for middle income, for whoever it is, um, there was really there was a, sh- a huge slowdown. Um, everywhere from the seventies to, to, to the year 2000. And then from 2010 on the, the numbers got incredibly small in terms of what the projections are and the way the city's growing, the amount of people moving in, uh, and and just, again, the, the, the low vacancy rate, all those factors are playing into the fact that, um, you can't wait for, the province to fix this problem. You have to do this part yourself. And this is the solution. This is the only solution. This, this basically is where you take accountability for yourself and you make this happen. So basically buying your first property is the only way, because again, when you're paying rent, you are subject to rental inflation. And doesn't matter if you're in if you're in one place for a few years, you might have the security of um, you know the 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 maximum rental increase. But other properties, when they become vacant, they can quickly catch up to what market rates are. So unless you're staying in that one place for so many years, and and the fact is, if you're staying in that one place and let's say paying $2,000 a month, um, you really have to look at it that you're paying, you know, 20, almost $24,000 a year. And that's at $2,000 a month, $24,000 a year. So, you know, do the math, five years and you're talking about, you know, six figures. You're talking about $100,000, which is a huge amount of money. And I'm not saying that's an easy amount of money to save ever, but clearly anybody who anybody who's listening who's rented for, you know, any amount of time, just just add up the numbers. And and I'll show you the money grants that will easily make it worthwhile for you to literally right now at your office, if you're listening to this at your office or at home, is to write up your 60-day notice to your landlord and say, this is it. Um, I've paid my last rent. Uh, I'm leaving as of X date and you call me. Um, hopefully you'll call me before. <laughs> um, I, I do want you to you know, do this and I want you to commit to it, but uh, hopefully you'll call me before because there are huge things that you guys need to know. Uh, and one of those things that you, that you, that we talk about, the first thing we talk about in buyer bootcamp. Uh, and of course you can, you know, you can tell people at work about buyer bootcamp. It's not like flight club. You're allowed to talk about this at work. <laughs> I want you to talk about this at work because that's how my program, uh, succeeds is by word of mouth. But in buyer bootcamp, the first thing we discuss is the top five mistakes that first time home buyers have made. And I do not want anyone listening or anyone that you know, or anyone else out there making those mistakes. Because again, without the guidance that um, I'm trying to give you, um, I myself, again, went through this process and wish I would have had, uh, again, this program in place. So that's why I created this. That's why I got into real estate. It's because literally almost to spite this person uh, and to do such a better job and, and, and hopefully put them out of business. And that was, um, you know, a big part of my, my, there's a competitive side of me, you may already know, but that's a big part of it for me is I, I just, I don't want anybody ever getting less than they're supposed to get in this process. You deserve, every single one of you listening deserves joy 
and you deserve security. Now, the thing about buying your first property or buying any property and even moving up, because a few of you are, are being very smart about that right now and leveraging uh, the interest rates while they're low. I'll repeat, leveraging the interest rates while they are low to buy a larger property, to put as much of your current property into the larger property at lower rates and start paying that mortgage down rather than wait five years. And obviously the property that you may have loved will be completely out of reach. So it's important for all of us, that are all of you that are listening, to get signed up with me head over to uniquetoronto.com. I've got a very simple five-step system that I've put into place to make sure that no one who's doing this correctly, who's doing their homework on the, on a, on a, on the buying process, leaves anything out of the equation. You cannot afford it. You really can't. Your, again, your future is at stake. And, and again, just some, some of the other interesting things about the, um, uh, about the survey, this was done by the Altus Group. They actually uh, also found out that four out of five of the buyers over the last four years were under 50 years of age. So they were aged under uh, 50 or under. So one in five was a single person household. One in six had immigrated to Canada after 2000. One in six also bought newly built condominiums. Six out of 10 had an annual household income of under 100,000. So if you're making under 100,000 as a household income, you're in the majority. So do not feel like you're in a position where, uh, you know, you can't do this because it, it, it can't be done. Um, and those with the under 20% down of a, of, a, of a mortgage, so a high ratio mortgage, that was four out of 10. So for 40% of the first-time buyers put down less than 20%. See, the way I see it, and this is just my glass-half-full mentality that, that, I, that I've developed, that I share with my children, and, and again, those who are around me, is that means six out of 10 first-time buyers put down more than 20%. That is also such good news. Now, I can't tell you to do that, but I do want you to eliminate any additional fees that you don't have to pay so that you can literally look at the next 10 years and know here's how much I'm paying and have the security. And that is not just the fact that real estate is for savings, but just the fact that you'll know for the next five or 10 years that you're paying X amount and that may not change. I mean, it might change a little bit. It might actually come down, but it's certainly not going to change like rents do. So you need to understand there's a lot of really good reasons right now uh, for all of you who are listening. Again, if you're paying a rent check uh, coming up in the next 15 days uh, or whatever, um, and, and you know, you're in a position where you can do this, and, and again, you might have to pull some strings. You might have to work overtime. Um, I know for six years, between 18 and 24, um, I, I scraped together every penny that I could. I worked several different jobs, um, and again, nothing was given to me. There was no par parent gifts in my case. There was no, um, you know, there was no assistance in that process. It was very much a, you know, um, a self-driven effort. And if you are getting help with this, 
there's nothing wrong with that. Just letting you know, for your first time home buyer property, if it's getting you into the market and you're getting, you know, helps, uh, whether it's a gift or whether it's uh, something like that, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You probably won't be able to have that again. So make good use of it and make sure, again, make sure I'm there with you to help you do it. Whether it's on your own, I'm, ha- I'm happy to help. Whether you have help from family, from uh, you know, uh, family members or, or, you know, again, someone helping you, uh, get the down payment together. Um, again, make sure that we're discussing how to make every single dollar that you have go further and make sure that one of the things that I talk about, and this is, this is on that top five list for me. Um, you know, my exclusive list is that always, always, always look into the future when possible and make sure that we look at properties that will fit your needs now and potentially in five years. Now, no one can guess where you're going to be. Not me, not you, not anyone. However, if you buy a place that's just not enough for you, you might regret it. Meaning that if it's not enough space, if it seems right for now, but you know you're going to have to move up in five years, you really have to do the math on what that move's going to cost you. Okay? It's never going to be easy. But if you can find a place that fits your needs for a little bit of a longer term, and of course, you know, two bedrooms instead of one, whatever it might be, you'll understand that you won't have to call me again in five years and have to go through this whole process of the down payments and all that other stuff again, which gets easier, by the way. I'll explain it that way uh, more in detail when we get together. But it does get easier, that part, because once you've built your equity up, um, you know, having the access to the to the funds gets easier. So don't worry about that as much. But just the fact that the property that you're looking for might also be increasing. The, the, the larger property will probably increase at a higher rate overall uh, and just, you know, for, for easy math, um, you know, I'll use 10%. So if you bought a property for a million at 10% and it goes up 10% a year, of course, that's a hundred thousand a year. If you bought a $2 million property and it goes up at 10%, that works out to $200,000 a year. So as you can tell, that's, you know, that's how this works. So regardless of what you're paying, if you can get the larger property now, you'll be uh, a little bit more ahead later. If again, you think you might need that property, uh, or if you just want to, um, possibly experience a better return over the time. Obviously there's no guarantee for anybody, including me, um, on, on where real estate numbers are going, but historically speaking, again, just because you're not paying rent, you're, I think you're ahead of the game. And on top of that, anything you gain equity wise, again, I think you're still on top. So again, thanks for tuning in today. This was a big one and hopefully we'll be uh, talking soon.